We acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land as the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging. See, that's a red flag. <laughs> I'm a grown-ass man. I need my browsing history. It's a red flag. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Waving a Red Flag. What's good, everybody? Um, happy happy Halloween. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, happy Halloween. Yeah. Yep. I just feeling kind of spooky over here. I got Halloween plans. You trick-or-treating. You going to give out candy? Ooh. We're not gonna talk about thriller. I'm not doing that, but you know what I mean. I mean, you 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 brought that on yourself. Just no only because you was about to. I, I you know wasn't I mean? actually. I wasn't. Actually. I, I was. I was 100 percent about to. Like there we go. That, exactly. Okay. See, Alvin I can feel the energy. Brand. I got the intuition. You know what I mean? That's Alvin. That was on brand. Yo, can I ask, <laughs> yeah. can I ask, y'all, a can I ask y'all a question? And this is just something that I was thinking about the other day. Um, do, and don't laugh at me. You can laugh, but don't laugh at me. How confident are y'all of knowing? When or when not a woman has nutted? You know what? I would love to answer this. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, thank <laughs> God. Gotta, oh, man. You know, thank you. Uh, the only I was reason, not expecting y'all to say yo, that. Yo, the look no. of utter confusion and bewilderment and fucking defeat in y'all's faces makes me feel so much yo, better about myself. I was yo, racking my brain the last week thinking about that bro, shit. Bro, I swear to God, bro, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I fake it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I knew, yeah, I knew you was coming. But... <laughs> Yeah, you loved it, didn't you? Oh yeah, oh yeah, your legs started shaking. Yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah, we're trying, we're trying to look for like the most little minuscule. We like, we turn into like that nigga from that show, Lie to Me, trying to read blow by. Oh yeah, I, I saw your, I saw your kneecap twitch. I know that that's what it means. Yeah, I saw your kneecap. You Yo. start clenching your jaw. Yeah, how, how did, how do we know? I, that's that's why I like girls who are like vocal and like I like mm -hmm. it when a woman tells exactly. me that she's about to come. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, come on at you. Yeah. Anyway, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I but think yeah. that I think I think they must do it because I like when I was thinking of some of the best sexual experiences, like when a girl is literally like, and it doesn't have to be an excited Tony. She's just like, I'm I'm coming now, and like that that in and of itself. Oh, I'm, I'm uh, now nah, that would freak me out. Oh, like, it, it, it yeah, have like to be, like like real, real professional like that shit. Like like yes, like I don't at, care. at this particular time, I'm about to work. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. That in and of itself, like that shit is perfect because it'll be one of two ways. Otherwise, because I'll think that they did and they definitely didn't right because that's the honest ones you know what i mean they'll be like uh, oh uh, 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 you know it's like it do that and then they'll come back yeah. down and i'll be like was that was that it surely that was it and they're like oh, nah 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 it, it was right. almost but it wasn't okay all right fair <laughs> enough and then later on i'll be like you know i'll be like fuck it's been 45 minutes i can't i i, I gotta I, i'm close you know what i mean i'll say some shit like that to let them know hey is it all right if I come? That's what that question means. If I say, hey, I'm close or hey, slow down, and they keep going, that means, okay, man, you can now have an orgasm. Yeah, like, cool. yeah, I, I feel that same uh, that same pressure in a sense because, you know, I think, I think you know, very giving giving men, okay. you know? Oh, yeah, I guess. Because I want to make sure you get yours too. <laughs> you know, like, you know, because it's, it's a mutual exchange. Yes. So if I'm like, Cause I try to, I'm just keeping it in my head. I'm like, oh, okay, I can't, I can't come yet. Goddamn, she ain't getting her. So I'm trying to hold <laughs> exactly. out as long as possible. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But the, I, I will say this though, there has been, there has been like plenty of times. I ain't gonna lie, there has been plenty of times where I could tell, okay. but more often than not, I can't. And but the times when I could tell though, like the boom, boom, start feeling different. You know? Oh. 
The texture it start change. Gy- it start gyrating. It's making me talk in a different kind of sense. The boom boom when it come in, you can tell. Upon the penis, it gyrate. When the boom boom it gyrate, upon the penis. It's just you on the shaft, okay. Yeah, the only times I can really think of that, like, where I'm like, oh, I 100%, like, I'm so confident that I, I can step back right now. Like, I like I know that you just did. And that's a great feeling when I'm like, oh, you're welcome. Like, you don't know say yeah. that, but it's yeah, like. I did that. But yeah, yeah, exactly. When I know for, but the, the main times that that is, and unsurprisingly, is when it is during oral. Like, that's the main when I'm like, oh, I 100% know just what just happened. You really? very clearly. Yeah. yeah that's the yeah. that's the main times when yeah. I'm like, oh, you definitely because your 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 whole body did something else, which makes yeah, me yeah, think yeah. that all those other times when they were getting excited and didn't or, you know, say they did. It's like, are y'all lying? Like, cause I know that that's a thing people say they do, but I'm I'm hoping that in like yeah. the modern era that modern women aren't doing dumb shit like that anymore. Cause it's like I would rather I would rather like feel slightly like inadequate, maybe, and then we can learn together how to make like don't don't appease me or get it over women, with by just say, by lying. Women have definitely told me that they still fake it. Yeah, no, I believe you. Yeah, and because women have told me that, I try to make it. Um, and I, and I do it in kind of like the most asshole kind of way where I basically say like you telling me didn't like make you come like this one particular time isn't that, that's not going to that's not going to sink my fucking boat. You know what I'm saying? That's not going to like make mm. me feel completely. I really like, don't sexual. care about you like that. OK, yeah. So you not, not her really, not, to her in, in, in assholishness. No, I, I'm, I'm basically so saying that, like, I'm basically saying that, like, ruin my day. No, I'm, I'm basically saying that, like, you think I give you telling me, you telling me, you telling me one time, one time it didn't happen. You really think I give a fuck if you bust your nuts? I got mine, bitch. <laughs> no, my it's, like, it's like, it's like one time through the roof this month, and you think the <laughs> orgasm of some middle management woman is going to. <laughs> First of all, me first, of all motherfucker. <laughs> first of all, motherfucker, I am middle management. I am middle man. So fuck you. I but meant anyway. to say middle class, but I fucked it up. But anyway, so like, I'm just saying one time, like if like, let's just, let's just say if, you know, like I fuck with somebody, you know, and like even, even, even five, even five times that it don't happen. My batting average is still like fucking through the roof. But anyway, so it's like one time is not going to like make me like doubt myself. It's not going to hurt my fucking ego. So like you can talk to me and like tell me the truth without like thinking yeah. that it's going to like make me feel some type of way about me so we can have a productive conversation about you know where we are sexually so that i can like satisfy you in the future yeah. because i know women i know women have fake have like told me that they faked it so i'm like let's nip that shit in the bud absolutely yeah like i mean i, I could understand if it's like um like a more casual situation where you're like look we're not necessarily in a dynamic where we're going to like be building an increasingly more intimate and more close and effective sexual interaction and sexual chemistry because we're gonna bang once maybe a few times casually here and there so it's like maybe i don't want to put in the effort of being like oh, i didn't orgasm and then this man is looking at me like you know let's let's say he's a soft boy who does want to like does want to appease me and it's like okay cool what could i do for you next it's like nigga i don't me and my pussy don't want to answer these questions i don't care you know mm. what i mean it's that kind of thing so i could see it being like if it's your boyfriend, cool, have a conversation because you're stuck with that dick for a while. So you might want to, you know, train it up a bit. But in a casual situation, I can understand where you're like, look, not only did I not come, I don't want to sit here teaching you how to make me come. Maybe. I could, I see, could okay. see that. Well, let me. Okay. So I was, I was actually hanging on to this thought ever since okay. this whole conversation came up. One thing I did do and like it, like home run, not out of the park. Um, I had a conversation. I was like, 
I was like, I never did ask you. Like, I said, like, you know what? <laughs> I said, I, I said, um, I said, do you know how to make yourself come? Like, can you make yourself come? Ah, uh, yes. She was like, yeah. She was like, yeah. I was like, all right. Well, I said, well, what, what turns you on? Like, what, what makes you come? And she, she told me. I was like, oh shit, I can do that. So next time we had sex, I yeah. did that shit and like blew her fucking mind. She was like, oh my god, you listen, you listen, you listen. You're like, oh yeah, like yeah, you right. do about that. Like yeah, man, you know. <laughs> Yeah. But this, that's the thing. Like, there's a way to have that conversation. Yeah. Now, there's yeah, definitely absolutely. a way to have that conversation and uh, and be like, by the way, like, you know, what turns you on? Like, what what do mm-hmm. you like? Or how can I accommodate that? Not even like, oh my god, how can I make you come? But but not nah, for real. Like, I know I'm about to you know do my thing. But like, really, what do you like? I mean, how can I? You know, there's there's a no, way I to have that you. conversation. No, absolutely. I mean, I was just throwing out the the soft boy term yeah. uh, for for exaggerating purposes, but it, it is a good thing to do. Any, I mean. Even the way you said it is the way that you should do it, but it still is like, hey, can you teach me something? And then one, that takes effort. But two, let's say she didn't answer yes to that question because it's a lot of it's a lot of women who one can't make themselves come, or two, yeah. who they don't know how to, you know, it's one thing to uh, do a thing; it's another thing to to articulate that in words to be like, hey, do this at this pace. Like, you know, you got to start. You got to know music theory and shit to to, to you know. Oh, you got to do. You got to stroke on the downbeat. Like, you got to give words that might she, not, she might not be able to articulate to you. You know, I feel like I'll be up in the put. I'll be at the, get, at the threshold of the pussy just lost. Like, oh god. It's like no, man. I said arpeggio in D minor with the dick. You, you oh, fucking it shit. all up. Nigga, but yeah, it's, diff- it's difficult to radio, goddamn. <laughs> 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 what is happening? <laughs> so, so yeah, I just feel like it's a lot of people you would ask them that question. Men too, honestly. What do you like? The what do you like question. And they'll say shit like, I like whatever you like. Or like, everything feels good. And it's like, motherfucker, that's cool. But like, a lot of people don't know because they're for a million reasons, they're conditioned to yeah. not think about it that way. They're they feel shame about their own sexuality. They yeah. haven't experimented. They haven't thought about it. They you know blah 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 a million yeah. fucking reasons. So yeah. it's hard to get the answer to a question when the motherfucker themselves don't know the answer. Or yeah, like you said, it could be it, yeah myriad of reasons. Like it, it might be some shit that they might think the other person wouldn't be into, and they could be judged for it or whatever. Exactly. Or I mean, if they like, and I was thinking about this. What are you all's feelings around the use of accoutrements, paraphernalia, gadgets, um, <laughs> contraptions in the bedroom. Why'd you feel the need to say the same word in like 12 different ways? We got it the first time, motherfucker. I'm not sure that you did. Right. Your SAT paraphernalia, class paying gadgets, off? accoutrements, you know? charcuterie boards. You <laughs> 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 got that chikuchi board? <laughs> I love a good chikuchi board. That shit is delicious. Um... As, as long as it's not interfering with uh, um, what I'm comfortable with, I'm all for it. Like, if it's going to turn her on and get her off, or like, you know, I'm, yo, know, like, yo, tell me where to stick the vibrator, goddamn. Well, maybe okay. not that far, but, um, no. But yeah, like, you know. I mean, okay, what's the, what's the line? Because cause you, you gave yourself a lot of leeway there in your answer. You was like, yes, except if no. So, like, what's the line? If it would make me feel uncomfortable or like, I'm not with it. Nigga, I heard what you said. What would make you uncomfortable, though, I'm saying? I mean, if she was like, oh, my God, like the dildo, it's for you. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, ah, no, I don't think I'm good on that. Like, oh, no, thank you. No, no. Okay. I'm trying to tell you. Don't make me punch you. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> 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 some 
sometimes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, girls like to fucking try you up sometimes, man. Like, all right, bitch. I'm, I'm laughing, but I'm trying to like, you know, to calm down. But you know, you really, you pushing it. Have you been tried before? No, nah, not, not like, a, I mean, we've had this conversation before. I don't think, I don't know if it was on the pod or not, but that's just sound. This sounds terrible. This sounds god awful. This how okay. I'm even like prefacing this whole thing. I'm waiting. Because I told you, I told you before that like gay dudes, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like okay. they, yeah, they, th- yeah, they shot the shot or whatever. But tried by a woman, no, like no. Okay, not actually, so you never like, had a girl be tried. like, "Hey, are you into pegging?" Like, you, you never had a little bit of Morse code on the anus or anything like that. Morse code, no. Okay, because they be trying to do that. Hmm, it's nice. <laughs> but Alan boy, you touch it, nigga. I'm just trying to tell you it ain't bad. <laughs> hey Uh-oh. man, safe space. It's a safe space. Not yes, my cup is. of tea, but I'm but I'm proud of you. It's I'm... a safe space. <laughs> Lady fingers. <laughs> hey baby, can you touch my safe space? <laughs> oh shit, yo, that's hilarious. Like, yes. <laughs> you gonna have to take off your acrylics though. I don't want to get cut. I ain't gonna lie. Like, there have been. It's, I've thought about it, and I don't. I think I would have to be with the right person, you know, like I think I would really have to be with the right person if you have to feel safe. Yeah. You know, I have to feel safe, guarded, protected, you know, that you know, can I, trust to, I can feel vulnerable to open to feel up, vulnerable, to, you know, open to open up. up. True. <laughs> I don't know about opening up that wide, but, uh, okay. Got you. A little, little that open, was, a, that was, open, a, that was a big open, old gap. Open, that was, little, you know, just a little, little you know, open. from peak. Peek out into the world, but not, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. Put a little crack in the door, you know what I'm saying? Not like an automatic Walmart <laughs> door. That's, you don't want to do, you don't want to do this. That's too much. But, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Have, have any of y'all ever gotten y'all? No, that sounds, no. that sounds disgusting. I don't think so. Whatever um, you about to say, I don't think has I Has a woman ever, because I, I was about to say toss your salad, but that sounds like, that just, we know what it is, but it just sounds like something yeah, different. Yeah, it's, I mean, like, it no, sounds more uh, healthy that way, honestly. That. Toss your salad sounds healthy. A rim, a rim job, job too? No. Mm-mm. See, because rim job sounds t- quite dirty to me. Whereas toss your salad is like, if you've ever watched <sighs> someone toss an actual salad, it's like, that's a hell. it's healthy. There's probably some potato salad around. There might be some arugula in there. It's nice. You know what I mean? See, Balsamic see, vinaigrette me, is clean. Like, but if you've ever seen somebody do anything with a rim, it's very either aggressive or dirt cleaning a toilet rim, uh, you know, b- basketballing into a rim, whatever you call it. You know, it's not very nice. Mm-hmm. Did you just say basketballing into a rim? Into a rim, he did. I knew you was going to say some yeah. shit. I don't know what the... You do something with the rim in basketball. This, this, this motherfucker said you basketballing. <laughs> you know what? I really didn't catch that like like I should have, but... I was, you know, listen, I was going to let him slide. You know, just let him slide. I don't know. What are you supposed to say? into a rim. What do you... What, what, is, the, what is the term? So I can... Basketballing. So I cannot make this nigga, mistake Nigga, that could be a layup. Time. Um, a dunk, <laughs> dribbling to the rim. Dunking, dunking, <laughs> dunking into the rim? Is that what you would say? Oh, uh, you know, dunking sound right probably either. would be better. <laughs> yeah. In this conversation, it sounds better than basketballing into the rim. Cause Touché. I have literally Touché. never heard anybody say basketballing. basketballing. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 that actually, you might have came, you might have thought of some shit. You might have made something up. Okay, we gotta, there's there's a that. definition in that. We got to come up with an actual working definition for basketballing <laughs> into the rim. <laughs> Does it have? It, does the definition of it have anything to do with basketball, or is it going to be some other shit? Yo, yo. It's, a, it's a slang term no, no, for like no, no, double no, anal. No. Basketballs could refer to your nuts. 
like okay. basketballing like you got during get your <laughs> Basketballing in the rim is the sexual act of dipping your balls into the mouth of a woman and then stuffing them into her anus. Basketballing into the rim. Yes. We are basketballing. All right. Anyway, what were you, what were you, say, what were you trying to say before I made this Urban fucking Dictionary, here we come. NBA faux pas or whatever the fuck? Um, you, you asked whether or not we've ever been, been analingated. Is that right? Yeah, basically. No, no. Um, I... I'm 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 not, I, I'm I'm an open I'm an open-minded person, so yeah. I would say you know I'm I'm open to pretty much anything at least once more more or less probably, um, life is short but something about it something about it is very like it makes me disgusted with you that you would do that you know what I mean huh. okay so again not to say I never would but that's my initial response to that. Okay, so I think because I think I understand kind of where you're coming. From. I think I might understand where you're coming from because I've never I've never had that done to me either. However, I have ate ass before. Really? I'd okay, tell me about too. that. I do it again too. Goddamn! <laughs> 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 he said it like a threat. I did it once. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. God's I'm like, unhinged. I'm a wild man. I basketball right to the rim. Goddamn it! Right. <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> but um. But see the thing, and once you know, and like, but I don't. But, but just for as a dis- disclaimer, like it's not something I just do with any any and everybody. Like you know, there's got to be something no mouth built hole. up there. We got it, yeah. Exactly, exactly. But yo, <laughs> hello. Um, but you're good at it, okay? I see. I would, I would do it. I would do it. I would say that. Um, you know, I just, I like to let the speak for itself. How do you? But anywho, how do you know when you've done it well? Like, what is the response? Because it's not a butt clit hole, clit tourist. I mean. I mean, just it's just like any other, just like any other thing. Like you just got to read her body and her movements, her her sounds, like what she's doing. Because there's certain things a woman can't fake, and I guess that's kind of sometimes how you can know if she came or not. But like if she's into it, you'll kind of know like her body, and then like you can also just take control. Some you know, like you know, just yeah, it's it's a little esoteric. You love that word. Okay, so so, so 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 you you do you going esoteric on anus and what what, what happens? <laughs> I got a spiritual connection with that booty hole, girl. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I've never I've never done it, but really, but, but while I'm down there, uh, me too, me too, honestly. Okay, so you mean to tell me, and yeah, yeah. I mean, you ain't saying nothing, so I'm just gonna leave you alone. But you yeah. mean to tell me while you was down there, I'm taking your advice from earlier, Joshua, about just if somebody's quiet, just let them be quiet. <laughs> Right. Um, you're right. So <laughs> <laughs> So moving steadily onward. <laughs> um <laughs> This so, thing is too quiet though. What's going on, bro? No, 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 no. I, I, can't, no, no, I can't resist it. But I still wanna I still wanna ask you this okay, question though, please, because please, sorry, sorry. you mean to tell me that when you've been down there, yeah, you ain't never got darn folding legs all the way back up to where her got darn knees is at her chest and just and it was just right there and you ain't never and you ain't never just go one inch below the equator. <laughs> Nah, nah. Like, yeah. look, no. You ain't never had no drunk sex. That's even, all that even, is. You ain't never had no dis- drunk sex. Even you describing that was a little bit. It's a bit gross because it's like that's 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 the, that's that's the poop land. That's where she poops from. You putting her legs all back like a Chinese squat. You know, getting the the, the intestines aligned and shit. Like that's what you do to. to treat a gassy baby you know what i mean you put their legs back and they fart and all that kind of stuff this is a little bit now that said in answer to your question yes 
I have definitely thought about it, but only a few times because, and I said this to you before, not all buttholes are made the same. And in my opinion, I would say uh, less than 10%, probably even less than that, but less than 10% of buttholes are really nice. You know? Less than 10. I say less than about 10%. Oh, yeah. I'll stick my tongue in that. I yeah, about you. 10%. About 10% you would stick your tongue in, right? But 90% probably not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just safe because, you know, once, you, once again, that is poop land. That is where they shit from. Get that dude mouth. there is at the same time a such thing as a bath and a shower and some goddamn disinfectant. You sp- spraying Lysol in these girls' buttholes? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. But yeah, that would be crazy. Man. What you mean disinfectant? Lysol. What if they had... No, oh, I no. Mean, just, I just this, mean like soap. This, this just, nigga Eddie's face when he just said that shit was hilarious. <laughs> this man was like genuinely like fucking oh, like... Because I've, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard niggas in general say some wild sexual health shit. Where I'm just like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. let me just stop everything. Because y'all niggas is, bro, you cannot put duct tape over top of your dick hole to prevent STDs. That don't work. Like the wild shit that I've heard people say or just not know. Like you're always supposed to wear a condom when you do anal. Always. Like the number of, t- of times where people just zoom past some shit, and I'm like, yo, y'all. You can't spray fucking pine salt in a girl's vagina like that'll kill both of y'all. You can't do that. You can't yeah. have her fucking pussy and butthole smelling lemony, lemony pine fresh. Pussy and you can't have a pussy and butthole smelling. <laughs> not yeah, it's not. It's it's unsafe. It's a, it's an unsafe sexual sexual practice. Oh um, damn! But I I guess with with that kind of thing, it's like. Yeah, about 10%, because when a butthole is really, really pretty, where I'm like, this is, it looks like gorgeous and it actually looks appealing in its own right to the point where I kind of forget what its f- function is otherwise, then I could kind of imagine myself going, cool, I'm, I might, I might would lick this. You know what I mean? And it's probably the same way as like where I would do anal. I would probably say the same, like, if, I, if I'm willing to stick my dick in it, I'm probably willing to stick my tongue in it, more or less. And I, I'm not out here throwing anal dick very frequently. It's quite a rare occurrence. I've never even done that. Yeah, it's nice. <clears throat> it's nice. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's, I will I so. am actually not a fan, and I think that's probably where, like... Which, which role are you playing? Which role am I playing? I mean, wow. I, that sounds like a different question. Disrespectful. It was just a, I was just following <laughs> up. Anyway, so I'm no. What I'm saying is, I'm not a fan of of anal sex in any capacity. One, you know, like okay. I, I I engage in in heteronormative sex, just so everybody's aware of that. But um, getting pegged is I'm, not is 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 hetero. Excuse me, sir. Which is why I didn't say heterosexual. I said heteronormative. So like that's like the society. Oh, so it's so it's abnormal now. It's not heteronormative. No. Yeah, you're right. We could talk about like what heteronormative means and like, but that would be get boring. But it yeah. would be, so it would be very boring. I mean, yeah. it could but also like, be educational. Don't nobody somebody, might somebody might learn something. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. But please don't. Yeah, <laughs> but like the whole concept of like anal sex, kind of just like, uh, I mean, call me childish or whatever. Kind of, it kind of freaks me out. And so like, I, I like I would never eat ass. Like I'm actually one of those people where like, okay, so so y'all remember y'all remember back when we were in like say like middle school where like like eating pussy was just like like that was like uh i can't believe so and so's eating pussy like rappers were making tracks about Man, like was, not eating pussy eating pussy in middle school no i'm saying niggas some was people not were eating pussy. no but i'm saying like like i like i remember specifically sexual abuse happening in, in middle school but please True, continue right. but middle school was wild oh yeah middle school was wild middle school was but definitely wild 
but like no no i'm saying like around that time like i remember like the dmx songs like y'all niggas eat all, off the plate all y'all want but not me like niggas was not eating pussy that was seen as like something mm. that was bad and now it's like Wayne kind of start oh, yeah. to make it cool or something yeah yeah like wayne started saying like i don't care and then like society like shifted and like now it's like the norm like everybody does the shit now it's like weird if you don't do it how many years I, do you think until rap starts normalizing getting pegged i hope i i i, I mean i want people to be comfortable in whatever their truth is so, so you, you know hope as if, soon as possible <laughs> i'm with you i'm with you yes i'm with you yes i do yes I'm i do you. i want everybody to be comfortable in their truth but like my whole thing is like i just so don't want like eating ass to be like the new like shit where like everybody's just like oh you gotta eat ass now or like he you're just like shit already because like, that kind of happened with the whole the whole janae aiko he gotta be eat the booty like groceries like that, yeah. that's more like a whole debate but once again like i'm, I'm a freak i'm a bit she of a probably freak. does have a nice mm-hmm. butthole though i will Yo, say i can see she that. seems like she, does she has it. a she has a night everything she has a nice everything so that's probably. what i'm saying she said because you can you can get for me the main criteria for a nice butthole is like an even an even uh paint coat you know, and you can you can do that with like there's procedures to do that if you don't already have it genetically. You know what I mean? And bleach I feel like Janae Aneko seems like the yeah, bleach it, darken it, whatever you need to do to get the color right. And I feel like you know Janae Aneko seems like the type who would do that. You know, get a sugar scrub and a fucking you know salicylic acid on there and, and get it all looking right, one nice clean texture and tone. But why why does why does uh, pushing someone's shit in um sort of freak you out, Alvin? Because, I mean, I think we've already touched on it. It's basically, you know, like that's to use y'all phrase, it's poop land. And that just seems like weird as shit to me. And it's like weird as shit indeed. <laughs> it's Once just it's just something it's just something that like I don't want to do. And again, like I'm I'm very much in a situation where like I'm hoping like my current relationship is my last relationship. So like, yes, absolutely. I hope I don't have to go back into the dating pool, at least, you know, anytime soon. So it's like. I'm just glad that we don't that we don't have that issue. We don't have this this you know like because some women are really like like I've been with women that were just like like that's my shit like you know like you know well phrase, phrasing you just very poor phrasing. That's my shit. You want to touch it? That's my shit. Yeah, that's my shit. What yo? That's Can you crazy. push it in, please? Yeah. That's my shit. <laughs> yeah, bitch, it is your shit, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there. That's crazy. See, because I, I was gonna say like, because I haven't, I haven't personally had that experience while dating. That a woman was just like super into getting her ass hit. Like no one has ever just asked me to, to like, oh my god, he, he might. Like no one's ever, ever asked me to do that. Yeah, even with anal, it hasn't been like a yeah. Let's definitely do that. Like please do that kind of a thing. So I haven't really done it, done it very much for exactly that same. I've had exactly one woman say like, yeah, let's do that shit, and I was like, eh. I'm good. Yeah, I was like, eh, you know. See, I think it falls into the same category for me as like, as like foot stuff, right? Which is to say, I I'm very much a foot person, and mm. there's a lot of explanation to that because I think some ideas come to mind very quickly for people that aren't true for me. But it's like nice feet. If you've got nice feet, not just if you have feet, because people think like foot person means you just like all feet, which that's not how that works. Like if you're an ass man, you like a particular, a very particular type of ass. You don't just like, you know, tailbones and scapulas and, you know, that kind of shit. You like a specific type of thing. So same thing with feet. If you've got really nice feet, that will add, depending on where you start, that can add up to two points on your 10 scale for me. Now, that said, if, if you've got really, really nice feet, I'm like, I want to kiss those. 100% that's a thing that I want to do. Kiss, maybe a little bit of toe-sucking action. However, if a girl were to suck any of my toes, I would be like, you nasty bitch. That's terrible. Don't do that. Nasty. That's, now you, you done, 
You didn't turn me off. You didn't turn me off. You do you know what my feet been? Do you know? Do you have you do seen you know what they the look last like? Time I had a pedicure. Oh goodness gracious. Uh, yeah. Who raised you? You got no home training, you don't uh, you know. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm doing the exact same thing. So I don't fucking know. Misogyny. That's that misogyny, man. It, it, well, I, hey, look, I would feel grossed <laughs> out if a man sucked my toes. How is that misogyny? Ooh. Exactly. As a matter of fact, it's probably worse. <laughs> That's definitely worse. A man sucking your toes. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you, if, but but if you if you are heteronormative, <laughs> no. time is a flat circle. Time is a flat oh, circle. Man. Yo, I was I was I was watching this TikTok and they were talking about something called a um a fuck what was it called a euphemism treadmill, and it's uh, I don't know if y'all are familiar with this idea, but it's something that happens where you'll have a, like uh, an offensive term and then the offensive term gets replaced with the official new acceptable term. But then people start to use that term as an insult because the underlying thing <laughs> you're describing has problems. And then you have to do that process over again. You just keep renaming it, keep renaming it yep. over time to where it's like, cool, retarded becomes mentally disabled, becomes special exactly. needs because motherfuckers start calling people as an insult. Hey, you old right. special needs motherfucker. Like, you know, they, they say Yo, that shit. special yeah. needs motherfucker. And now you got to change the name again. So imagine if we start using heteronormative and shit as a as an insult again, and now woke people can't even use those words anymore. I wasn't. I didn't mean it as an insult. No, but that's the thing too. Like, um, obviously it's like the furthest like holes of like hotel Twitter or whatever. But like when you call somebody like a cis hit, like they're like, how dare you call me that shit? That's fucking insult because you're using it in a, like a, in a negative connotation. So it's like, aren't they though? Yeah, but I've I only can, ever like, seen it used as an insult, or at the very least, some sort of self-punishment at the at the cis at hick. the at the best uh <laughs> what is it <laughs> i think all hicks uh, are cis, cis by definition hick. cis in its in and of itself sounds are they like any trans this... hicks sure yeah, it must f- be yeah okay so let's backtrack backtrack yeah. what what is a cis hick because i i have not heard this is my first time there, hearing there, there's, there's no such thing he 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 said oh, uh he said oh, something else oh what cisgender cisgender heterosexuals yeah, yeah, you're, you're straight, uh, just all the way straight. You identify as an all the way straight man. Is that it? No. We're getting into a very murky territory here. A cisgender. Okay, so that's a straight man. Uh, that's a, just a natural born man. A cisgender is a natural born man in the context that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Heterosexual, of course. He likes to poom poom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so it's yeah. like that term for that that gets thrown out by the woke crowd on social media on social media like it's almost always used in a negative connotation so a lot of people uh, yeah. usually the quote-unquote hotel crowd always say like don't call me that because you're using that as like a pejorative and i think that like kind of goes in line with what eddie just brought up in like these terms that are basically just like the actual like denotation terms of what a person may or may not be becomes like you know something you know something that's bad absolutely it becomes an insult and shit like that yeah but then i also think that that's like a nuanced situation too because everything that you use in like in a negative connotation doesn't necessarily take on those negative connotations for example the example that i bring up all the time is like go go on like any social media site and just like search in women and type and and, and like see what what men say about women in a negative connotation nobody Yo. says we need to replace women you know what i mean like no that's not true though well okay so i just see point blank period just a lot of toxic shit in the comment section they're just bullshit point just all around however men have worked we as a gender 
have worked our way into such a fucked up situation. In my mind, I liken it to how racism caught up with white people. Of course, we can just in generally and not about particular white people because, of course, not specific they are crackers, great. but just, yeah. you know, in well, you general. Know, but, but just the whole act of terrorizing fucking other human beings and taking their lives and whatever. Da, 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 da. That shit is finally catching up to just white people and good white people are getting caught up in this whole racist shit because like we said last uh, on the week uh, on the last podcast like racism is an actual issue we're acknowledging it, it exists white people can be racist you know but this is this is a thing and men have done the fucking same and just been by by treating women so shitty for so long and like operating by these strong double standards where now the tide is shifting to where we have all these uh, instances or just injustices of men treating women in such a like a shitty manner essentially and all these women are calling it out and it's just so much attention being brought to it so so to now it's like even if you're kind of like a decent dude like a good dude you get caught up in the bullshit because like there's like a, it's not a, i don't i don't want to use the word witch hunt but it's just it's on blast like the shit that men have done to women and men do to women today is just on front street and it's, you can't you can't get a, you can't get away from it you know are you saying that um you feel like men who are not part of the problem you feel like they're getting like collateral blowback yes 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 thank you okay gotcha yeah yeah yeah. yeah i mean i think it's kind of complicated because y'all saw that tweet a little while ago it was like maybe like a couple of years ago towards the sort of an early kind of climax of the me too movement um this woman said something like you know if a few innocent men have to lose their jobs or go to jail in order for us to make change i'm okay with that and i think everybody's initial response to that was like this is some barbaric terrible stupid idiotic shit that to, to say but like just very poorly received I'm a little bit more ambivalent about it now. Like, I kind of see where she's coming from on that. Well, well, so one, I, I feel like to the point that you just made that for the general population, I, the, the numbers are definitely skewed when you look at black men. But <clears throat> when you look at like men in general, the vast majority of the time, women don't lie about like sexual assault and stuff like that. Like the studies are, are definitely flawed, but we do have some studies on that. The highest percentage I've ever seen of like false, like sexual assault accusation is 10%. Usually it's more like four to six. So like if you look at like the literally millions of like sexual assaults that go on like all the time, if like four to ten percent are like, you know, false accusations, I mean that's see, that's kind of my thinking and I agree, but I'm just gonna toss this out because I still am ambivalent on it. It's like if you're part of that four percent, then it's one hundred percent your situation. No one cares about like you know what I mean? Like you could yeah, say it's right. as small as you want to be, but if you are the four percent, then you are one hundred percent in prison for something you didn't do. So nobody cares yeah. that there's not, you know this many people yeah, not in that. So right. that's why I'm a little bit back and forth on it. But my other thing, like it's it's also like with this whole like innocent men getting blowback. I think of myself as somebody who tries very hard to look out for other oppressed minorities because, like, I as a black man, I've experienced things, you know just in everyday life and what you call it, I try to be very sympathetic and I try to be a good ally when I, as an oppressed minority, put myself in ally spaces. So to that extent, I find that even as a man who puts okay. himself in that, I still, I still make a lot of fucking mistakes and I still am not 100% innocent. Like I've never sexually assaulted anybody, but I've definitely like been in a situation where like I fucked up in a situation and like I had to like rethink how I approached that in regards 100%. to 
yeah. regards to what you call it. So like in terms of being, in ter- I mean, there are definitely like, like, you know, lots and lots of men will never sexually assault somebody. Lots and lots of men will never, you know, like physically or verbally like assail a woman or what you call it. But a lot of us are not 100% innocent in how we move through society and all that shit. And I feel like that's something that we all need to be a little bit more aware of because once we're aware of that and we accept that as a reality, that's when like we can actually start making changes and improving shit because I've had very many like eye opening moments where I was like, yeah, I do that shit in meetings or in, in, in a personal relationship and I need to stop that shit. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like, yeah, I, I, I 100% agree. Like I me, mean, it kind of goes back to both, both of those examples. It's like when you're trying to correct the society, you are going to have some collateral you know, residual effects, whatever the fuck you want to say, because if you try and avoid that, you're not going to fix the problem all the way. You know, if you try and do a half measure to get halfway there, you really only gonna get a quarter there, you know? And if you try and it's like, it's like follow through, you know what I mean? If you punch somebody in the face, but you try and stop at their face, you're not going to punch them right. You got to punch past their face to actually do anything. And I feel like it's a little bit like that. And yes, unless you know some old Kung Fu type, you know, secrets, then, you know, yeah, but that's true. That's true. Women need to learn Kung Fu. That's what, that's mm, the solution to all of this. Mm, if they knew Kung absolute, Fu, mm. none of this shit would be a problem. If they knew Kung Fu, they could get, they could, they could circumnavigate this, this misogyny. <laughs> that's true, man. <laughs> that wind chunk <laughs> punch on that misogyny will fuck you up. Yo. But no, I mean, I think, I, I think it's, it's just interesting watching the whole thing, like create a new environment. But, I, and I, and I think that people are reasonably scared or, or feel anxiety about that because they're trying to navigate in a new world according to the rules of the world that was promised to them. And I think that that's anxiety inducing for any person. If the world that was promised to you was one where you'll be able to buy a home or, you know, people will respect you or you'll be able to build a career or, you know, in, in these situations, if you're a kind guy and you're nice and in your own assessment, right? So not innocent actually, but just if you follow whatever the rules are, everything will be okay. And I think when, when people start to see like, oh, the rules are kind of changing. If there isn't a set of rules that I can look at and go, if I do these things and don't do these things, everything will be okay. And I think that's what gives at least some people, not everybody, but that's, that's what gives some people some anxiety. And talking about the statistics of how infrequent something is, isn't always calming because we don't know any of those numbers to be accurate or to be good predictors of the future, I don't think. I also really want to drive home that you know, those studies are just imperfect for a lot of reasons, because like if something, you know, there are a lot of shit that we just don't catch, you know, there are people who are probably sitting in jail that are innocent that we just didn't factor. So like they have to do like a mathematical prediction. There's like this formula where they put in like literally like a, a correction for like misses, you know, and who knows how accurate that is. But the other thing is that once again, I imagine that if you look specifically at black men, it might be a little bit more than that four to 10%. You know what I mean? That's what I would think. Yeah. And I think we're a lot more willing to have that conversation when it comes to to black men, because I think we've got a, I mean, really it gets into an identity politics thing that I think yeah, will get, yeah. get a little bit messy where it's like, we're yeah, willing we to. We are black men. Yeah. And, and that, you know what I'm going to say, I think that we're willing to accept the possibility that a false accusation could happen to an oppressed group. And we're more willing to engage with that possibility in that space. Yeah. Then we are to say, oh, well, this white guy, you know, because we don't I mean, and, and reasonably, because I'm like, who gives a fuck, you know, because it's, it, we're talking percentages. So it's like, cool, if we take one percent off of this group, 
that's fine. Obviously, if, if that one white guy, you don't care about, you know, how many other white men are successful and doing all right. But we've got the Emmett Tills and we've got these examples where it's like very clearly, here is exactly what happened. Here is the evidence. Here is the proof. This was 100% false. So this, it becomes undeniable. So we're a little bit more willing to go, okay, well, this definitely happens. And maybe it happens a little bit more than we maybe even think off paper. But I don't know what the answer to that is. I think the truth of the matter is just if you want to make any change in society, you're going to have to throw human fodder at it. You're going to have to throw uncertainty and some people will be sacrificed because if we want to be real about it, and I don't want to sound like I'm pandering, but women been being sacrificed to the current set of rules Absolutely. for the past, like however many years. So it's like it's, it goes far beyond like however many years like this is since damn near the beginning of years beginning of time yeah, since, since, the, since the beginning of year since the beginning of since like the, what yeah. we are <laughs> yeah yes the beginning of we yeah, exactly like because women have always could not even always but just when it when it switched over from a matriarchal society to a patriarchal society women have always kind of been like second place or second class in a sense like because women couldn't even vote and it was just a lot of shit that women could not do and it's not a woman's place a woman's place was in the kitchen the woman's place was da 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 you know Sure, and, sure, yeah, yeah. And you know what? There there have been periods, you know what? There there actually have been periods in time of human history where, you know, women was the shit and women, you know. But even then, we don't know what the, we don't even know what those yeah, societies are. You're right, like, you're though. right, because they was using their pussy. Especially and, in certain cultures. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that in certain cultures, in certain in, in certain periods of human history. Exactly. If you look at a lot of like Native American and also like Sub Saharan African cultures, like women had like a, it was a completely different status game. Like Less so if you look like purely at like a Eurocentric model. So there's less matriarchy within the Eurocentric sort of white cultures. Is that the idea? Yeah. Yeah. But either way, at least in the culture, because the Me Too movement, as far as I can tell, this is a primarily a Western Anglosphere movement, more or less. So we're talking about those cultures primarily. So like Josh was saying, for years, shit hasn't been going well and it's not going all good now. I mean, women get harassed horrend like horrendously like regularly yeah i'm not you even know going, like yeah, i'm not because yeah, if front, i yeah. was a man like cause, yeah because i even told y'all about like the story when them when them gay dudes was hitting on me. i know man you got you got flirted with a little bit and you lost your shit bro and i'm like oh my god i can't believe that i did not lose my shit but i was just like no like no i'm cool chill out but i'm like damn this is what women go through but because you know niggas is like way more aggressive and then they'll yeah, get mad know. at a woman for turning down a bullshit, ignorant ass advances. You know what I'm saying? Like they life can literally be can literally be on the line just by turning a fucking man down. So yeah, it's unfortunate, but I understand. Uh, I can definitely understand um, that whole sentiment. Well, you know, if a woman can reach the point where, like, you know what, fuck it. If, a, if one innocent, if a couple innocent niggas got to go down to get the fucking point across, I'm fine with that because. Look at us, goddamn! We've been suffering for, forever, you know. So that's interesting. Yeah, the the confidence with which you said that is very interesting because I guess I'm not gonna say I agree, but I think it's a little bit like I was watching this video about um, self driving cars, and y'all know like the trolley experiment. You know, you got a trolley and it's like five people on one track and like two people on another track, and you got to decide which track to put it on. You know, to kill to kill people or whatever. They were saying that. They have a similar problem with self-driving cars where you might find yourself in a situation where the car has to swerve. And if it swerves one way, it might kill a child. But if it swerves the other way, it might kill the driver. And most people, when they're interviewed, say something to the effect of, I would much rather that the algorithms that are controlling these cars save the child 
and kill the driver. But when you ask them the follow-up question, would you buy that car? Overwhelmingly, people say, hell no. Nah. I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody else can die, but if I'm going to die, I'm not going to do that. And I think, oh, shit. That's I think the same thing. It's taking away the choice, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. But yo, I got to. Oh, you got to head off? Yeah, I got to head out. All right, all right. Peace, bro. We'll, we'll, we'll see you soon. We'll see you next week, man. All right, man. It's been good. Y'all take care. Bro. I have waved the red flag. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Follow your boy on Mortal Life Media on Instagram and that. Yep. Take care. Put the link in the bio. All right, peace, man. But yeah, I feel like when it comes to that question of the of the two trolley thing, it's like, man, on the one hand, as a society, you probably do want to create an environment where there's a vast decrease in the amount of sexual assault and rape that's happening and a much smaller increase in the number of false positives or people who are in jail for something that they didn't do. But as an individual, it's pretty terrifying to exist in that space. And sure, look, I already know the argument. So, well, it'd be pretty terrifying to be a woman. Yeah, no, fair. I'm the It's not a competition between those two things. It just is scary to be moving in a space, especially one that is unavoidable, which is co-ed business of of whatever kind and seeking a a romantic partner. So that's why I'm still ambivalent. And and like, I know I'm I'm circling around because I just, it's just one of those things where it's, this is a brief tangent, but it's just one of those things that I think is like super interesting where you talk about basically human fodder. And have you ever just stopped to think about like how many people had to just like experiment and die to get us where we are as a species? Okay. So cooking is one of the things that gets me, right? So, you know, so, you know, like there were Native American tribes that eat acorns, right? And, you know, you can't just eat acorns. You have to like leech them. You have to grind them up to make like these patties because if you just eat them in, in, in large amounts, they just make you sick. Think about how many people had to like eat acorns, get sick and probably die back then to like get them to the point where they realized, oh, well, we have to leech this, you know? Yeah. And that, and the motherfucker who dies, like if you zoom in on his life or her life, that's a person. Like their family gathered around yeah. them and were like, oh my God, yeah. Bartholomew is, he's going to die. I'm never going to, he's never going to get to see his son that I'm pregnant with. He's gone. Exactly. And it was like, nigga, you zoom out. This motherfucker was one of millions that allowed us to eat acorns. Yeah, like all all that shit that happened, like like we're literally the product of literally just just in the aspect of food, not even anything else. Like, cause you can expand that concept to a whole host of like fucking shit, but just in the concept of food, over time, probably millions of like people died to get us to the point where like I'm just like eating fucking like Uber Eats and shit, wheat bread and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you order milkshakes on DoorDash to your door, and that shit would have been poison. 500 years ago. Exactly. That shit's fucking insane to me, man. So just like the whole concept of human fodder just like resonates a little bit. Yeah, that's something that I think about like in my in my, you know, private musings like all the time. So just wanted to circle back to I get, yeah, I, I guess the thing is like and I think I think reasonably all of us are like we're willing to be human fodder to some extent, but I think most of us don't like to think of ourselves as human fodder, you know? Like, we really don't want to answer those questions because as selfless as most people are, we do tend to think of ourselves at least to some extent as the center of our own universe. And I don't even think that that's wrong. I mean, I think we, we are all individually the source of our own perception. Like literally everybody's individual universe does revolve directly around them because that's where consciousness and perception are created. And all that's just to say like, Nobody wants to be the test driver for a new form of society that's going to destroy how shit works or want to destroy their their livelihood, even if it is for a greater good, oftentimes. Yeah. And I think that like when you look at the Me Too movement, quote unquote, or like just a general shift to being... (laughs) 
No, because because um because what I really want to say is just no, like a, a general kind of sending the yeah me too movement. I'm saying that because what I really want to say, I'm using the Me Too movement as like an illustration for what I really see as just like a society moving to being friendlier to women. Okay. Including lots of things, but this being one of them. Exactly. So really, and I, th- and I think that a good comp is the self-driving car metaphor because self-driving cars really only work and decrease accidents and save lives if you hit a critical mass you see what i'm saying yes and the numbers vary on it but what's the what's the general like it needs to be like 75 percent like driverless cars before like you really see like the you know the implications yeah yeah like the implications of like you know all of these like you know we're not going to have any you know car accidents and insurance costs are going to go down nothing like yeah jesus christ yeah so basically, I feel like with, with like society moving to being more women friendly, you got to have a critical mass of niggas that are just like <laughs> leaving that old guard shit behind. You know what I mean? Where, and I feel like it'll be less of an issue because society will have like successfully adapted because like right now we have too much of that old guard shit still hanging around to be quite frank. I'm curious what that old guard is, because also I feel like with the, the, the self-driving car thing is, is a lot cleaner because we kind of already can r- really make a model for what exactly the future would look like. And, and we can aim to that. We just can't skip to it. But we could, we could literally go, look, if tomorrow every single car on the road was self-driving with the technology we have right now, we'll probably have fewer deaths. Like if it was 100%, the tech we have right now, fewer people would die which means people who are currently dying in this thing would get to come home to their families. But I feel like with this, we don't, maybe the people who, who do feel that this is the case, but it doesn't seem like we confidently know exactly where we are headed. We're, just, we're, we're more like making iterative changes towards better, but we don't have a clear goal of, or, or a clear idea of here is what a new version of society might look like specifically. And I think that that makes it a, a lot more muddy than an example as as clean and as simple as self-driving cars. That's fair. I think that's very fair. So yeah, I don't know because I mean we, we see people adjusting and stuff like um, you you you've seen Keanu Reeves like make his little his little hover hand in his pictures, right? No, no. If you just look up Keanu Reeves, uh, oh nigga got two screens. Nigga look to the left to, to to bring his shit up. How many screens you got, bro? Just two. Okay. Um, I don't know why, but that shit look rich as fuck when you you're looking in the camera. And I said, hey, bro, you should look this up. And you just went, okay, sure, one moment. I was like, oh, fuck, that's, that's impressive. Um, look up Keanu Reeves taking pictures with women. Uh, or Keanu Reeves hover hand. I, I have seen this. I have seen this. Yeah. Now, so, so man, maybe we'll have uh, Seb throw some pictures in here or something like that just so the people can see what we're talking about. But basically, Keanu Reeves will oftentimes like, take these pictures with, with fans, whoever, and when he's doing so, he sort of traditionally, you might put your hand around the shoulder of a woman or you might put your um, hand around the waist of a woman, sort of just, just above the hip. Um, but what he does is sort of puts his hand straight behind their back and doesn't touch them along any point, point on his arm or hand. So his hand is actually sort of hovering about two inches outside of their person. Um, and more often than not, they're touching his torso or his body. They've got their hand around his waist or whatever, but his hand remains sort of far away from them. And it comes across that this is something like an attempt to, depending on what lens you, you put it through, but like, I guess the simplest version is the nigga doesn't want to catch a case, you know? And there's a lot of different ways you, you could say, like, maybe he's uncomfortable with the touching, you know what I mean? Maybe he doesn't want to be ha- taking the picture in the first place. It could be lots of explanations, but the way it seems to come across is he doesn't want to catch a case. Um, so it's, it's very interesting watching a person try and navigate a new set of rules that we don't know exactly where they're going. And we don't have a clear guideline for here is what. 100% adoption of these rules looks like. 
and we're working towards that. We're just going, let's make this change here. There's you know, a million different people making different decisions. And as a male celebrity, when people want to take pictures with you, you have to be careful that even though they are wanting the interaction, and this is fair enough, but even though they're the ones wanting the interaction, you have to be careful of how you engage so as not to make someone uncomfortable, unintentionally assault someone, be inappropriate, so on and so forth. Or like for me, I mean, like just as a, as a professional who manages like a shit ton of people, I defer to HR all the fucking time. Like, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like I will, I will send. Okay. What's that mean? So like whenever there's a situation where there's even marginal gray area, I will message like our site HR immediately. I'll be like, hang on HR. How should I handle this based on like policy and procedure? Can you, can you give me, can you give me a specific example? Like give me the last one. If you can, you could don't, you know, redact names and all that, sh- whatever you got to oh, do. I mean, but. the one that, that happens most frequently is, um, dress code issues. So like, um, it'll be, you know, and I, I never, I never, I never police dress code quite for, I mean, I, I have to be responsible for it, but again, I defer to HR, but I never like scopes. You never have a conversation with someone yeah, I don't, directly. Or, or like, I don't even, I don't even scope out like, like, you know, men or women at my job and be like, Oh, so-and-so's. So what typically happens is it'll be somebody brings it to my attention because, um, we have tier one associates and we have tier three associates. So it'll typically be like a tier three associate to people who work like directly beneath me. And they'll come up to me and they'll be like, Alvin, this man or woman is dressed inappropriately. You need to say something. They're not following code. And I'll say, Hmm, that is interesting. And then I go to my laptop and I message HR and I say, this is what someone told me was going down. You, as the trained HR representative on site, should either handle this or advise me specifically on how to handle this situation electronically so that I can say that I handled it to the specification of HR. Having something like that to where you can at least lean back on the authority of a... Because I think so many of the situations become messy because there is no there is no authoritative body on which accountability can be rested, you know? To where you can say, hey, look, here's what the rules are. And even if I'm unsure and someone has to come up with a, something on the spot, we as a, as a company, as a culture, as an industry, as a scene, whatever, can say this person or this group of people is who we go to. Because um, I'm hoping to have like um, next week, we're going to have uh, this comic Willie Mack on. And it's something that, that Joe White talks about, which was like, what are the rules of engagement in like a scene? You know what I mean? If you're a comedian, mm. can you sleep with other comedians? Can you sleep with fans? If you're a fan, can you sleep with a, you know, can you sleep with a comedian who's bigger than you, who's smaller than you, so on and so forth? And where does it become messy? And it'd just be great if there was an authoritative body on that shit, but there isn't anything like that. There is no HR for the comedy scene. There is no HR for, you know, celebrity meet and greets. Cause hell yeah. If I was, if, if I was Keanu, I would definitely be using that fucking HR like a motherfucker, you know? God, guys, can you tell me who you know? Like, I would, I would love to to be able to fucking do some shit like <laughs> that's that. That's a pretty great. fucking good Keanu, by the way. Have you practiced that? Uh, thank you, you, you practiced much appreciated. <laughs> much appreciated. Bill and Ted era. Bill and Ted era. I'm, uh, I've been working on, I've been working on my impressions and shit like that. I'm trying to get good, you know. I got a few that I'm working on. Australian is the is is the main one that I'm trying to get like because I feel like I can make money off that. You know what I mean? Soft, softball. You should just be like a Maxwell impersonator with his hair. Just like, just like do it. Boom. But is that even, is there even a, yo, have you seen this website cameo? No. Something about it is very black mirror. I'm going to describe what it is to you. And you tell me um, just real quick, what you, what this brings to mind for you. So cameo basically is it's essentially a marketplace setup website where you can go. Celebrities are on there. And for a certain denominated amount of money, you can pay them to say or do a specific thing. Usually it's under about 60 seconds. I, have you heard of this? I have, I have heard of this. It was um in the context of fucking um, 
you you remember the um the Escobar phones and they were paying people on Cameo to endorse the Escobar phone or whatever. But yeah, but that's how I heard about it. But uh, yeah, I have heard of that. And what are your thoughts on this as a concept? Okay, so I think it's weird, but it ultimately boils down to why I don't find Black Mirror as a concept. I haven't watched any of it to be frank, but just what I hear of Black Mirror, why I don't really like it that much is because so much of okay. what I've heard of Black Mirror just basically like reality or it's something that we could very much do and we don't do for ethical reasons so like the fact that that's black mirror to you is kind of like why i don't like black mirror <laughs> why i don't like the concept of black mirror what the fuck are you talking about because that's what the point of black mirror is so i, oh, I don't, so I don't the, understand what, you're what i at. thought black mirror was was it supposed to be it was supposed to be like this whole like dystopian kind of like oh this is what could happen if we do xyz and i'm like that shit's already happening or could already happen like why the fuck is it dystopian or if the fact that you're you're trying to say right now is dystopian, I think that, that just goes to this yeah. whole concept of like we have this really first world view of what dystopian means. And I think that that goes to other thoughts that I have in and of itself. But dystopian is a fucking spectrum. Like the whole point of Black Mirror is not here's the worst possible thing that, that can happen in the, the world. It's like, like, like what the fuck are you this, talking dystopian about? Dystopian being a spectrum is also very first fucking world to me. Like it's like it's like a lot of a lot of people uh, okay, were then, like were like take the word. A lot of people were like, oh, my God, the fucking okay. streets, the fucking streets were empty one time. This is so fucking dystopian. I'm like, well, shit, like everything's fucking dystopian to you people because dystopian. Is yeah. Then then take away the word dystopian. Then that, that's that's cutting the hairs. Like th- just use the word bad. Like you can't sit up here and say like, hey, this person uh, slipped and fell in a fucking mall and busted their head wide open because there wasn't a fucking, um, you know, slippery, wet sign on the floor. And you go, no, no, no. The, the, the mall should no, be that, sued for but that. That's, but that's not, that's, they, that's not, they, that's how, not my, that person died in a mall. How, but that's not, that's not my understanding of what Black Mirror is. So Black Mirror is supposed to be like this dystopian kind of edge between like what is possible, what, what may or may not be possible with tech is my understanding of what Black Mirror is. And my whole thing is like, if all of that is just like, the reality of it then why don't i just fucking turn on the news why do i fucking need to watch the show and the fact that and the fact that cameo exists and in your opinion mirrors like mirrors phrasing something that would be black mirror is it kind that kind of proves my point why don't i just fucking prove the fucking internet because 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 and i i don't mean to stand for a fucking black mirror or whatever but black mirror is meant to be well one i don't even understand like what exactly your criticism is because if you're saying that it just it doesn't quite do what it's purported to do it's like well that's kind of irrelevant if what it does do is something interesting but what it's meant to be or the way i interpret it is it is near future dystopic predictions so most of the things in black mirror are not readily possible or happening the day the episode comes out they're very near future predictions. So oftentimes there'll be a Black Mirror episode and then seven years later, the thing that they talked about is the case because they're looking at technology that's here. So it's not, you know, 50 years out, it's this is two years out or we have the technology or they're making a commentary on a trend in our society that's, let's not use the word dystopic, that's bad, right? So it's like it's like satire, you know, when you watch Watchmen or The Boys and, they, and you see them starting to use sort of the motifs of radicalism or alt-right speech or police brutality, you're not going, this is dumb. I can just turn on the news for this. You're going, oh, they're making an additional commentary about where okay, our society so, is going okay, so, using this tool. Yeah, but that's, I feel like that's completely different when you have a specific aim for your show. And I 100% think that you can judge a show based on whether or not it hits what it's trying to be or not. So like, there are a lot of shows that like, and I, and I think your first point is pretty spot on that I enjoy, despite the fact that like I don't necessarily think the the, the core premise is is good 
or what what it's trying to be good. So the the boys is actually an example of that. I think the boys is a phenomenal show for reasons that have absolutely nothing to do with its core premise. I think the core premise is fucking tired. The whole like what if what if superheroes were bad guys? What if superheroes really aren't paragons of justice? I've been reading Iron Man comics since I was a child. I know that all superheroes aren't aren't like perfect people. So, but I love the way that show is shot. I love the way it's acted. I think that like. I think boys takes it a little bit farther than the usual Marvel shit of normal people being heroes. Superior Iron Man like makes that shit look just looks just like that shit. Like that's some of that pretty close. Like or like evil Reed Richards and like like up again like okay fair like, fair. like that that shit's kind of tired. But also, but I mean, but now you're I mean to call that tired is like it's only been done a handful of times uh, there, as a, as a continued series. That has it's been done a few times in in one shots, and the boys is probably the first time we've ever seen it done at length on in live action well uh, i mean in li- live this- a- live action is, that that's that's fair but my whole thing is like every superhero that you that you can name off the top of your head has had a evil arc every single one but anyway yeah but they don't take they don't they don't they don't take it they don't take it because because or even or even or even just or even just like a, I'm, a, I'm i'm like i'm like complicated you know what i'm saying like like it ain't the same thing, bro. Like fucking, like fucking, like thing. like fucking, like you know, like you know, Ant Man, you know, beating his wife and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, well, Ant Man beating his wife, Ant Man. <laughs> um, so like, or going crazy. Wait, why'd you say that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah or Giant Man or whatever. But yeah, no. But even even within those, these are not explorations of okay, cool. A superhero is just a person. That in and of itself is cool. But it's like, what does that look like when you tie in politics uh, and and corporate interests and the possibility that these people aren't just regular people, but because of their nature and because of their celebrity, they exist in a level of like hyper narcissism that's worse than a regular person being bad. Because regular niggas who can't shrink also beat beat their wives. That's literally superior Iron Man. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I'm, I'm with you on superior Iron Man. I'm just saying, and we're gonna get off this yeah, shit because yeah, nobody wants to listen to this true. shit. Yeah. But um, uh, superior Iron Man is a is one. I'm not gonna say niche, but it's 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 a one like not mainstream comic book arc series. It, it bled that's it. not considered any part of any regular that, fucking that's thing. Not true. Not that bled, movies about but that. that bled into one of like the marquee events of comic book history. Like that that literally led into Secret Wars. That literally was like that literally was, was like one of the arcs that, that like led into what Secret Wars okay, became. Okay, fair enough. So, it's still it's still one example. So, but but anyway, let's get back to the Black yeah, Mirror because I, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to bore people with fucking Marvel. True, Marvel but to, but to, but to go back to Black Mirror. So I 100% think that you, that even though, you know, something can be enjoyable and you can love it outside of its core premise, that you can still judge something on whether or not it hits what it's trying to be. Like you can still you can still do that, even though you enjoy it for not being that or outside of that. You can still judge it based on like the fact that it, it didn't do what it was trying to do. Yeah, fair. I mean, people give stuff points for like for vision all the time like i say that about movies all the time where people say like this didn't do what it was supposed to do but you give it points because like you see what it could have been like people do that all the time with movies no that's true but see the thing with black mirror is i think that you're not giving it enough credit for its predictive power because i would say almost none with maybe the exception of maybe one maybe two episodes are anything that is readily happening right now they're the beginnings of it but there's very few black mirror episodes or shit that could or is happening at that scale, at that level, at that amount of intensity today. Almost none. Every single episode is like, you know, in our lifetime type shit, but not in our today type yeah, shit. But my whole thing, but 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 that's one of my points. It's like it's like a lot of that stuff, again, I've never watched Black Mirror, so I'm judging this as like completely social media. You're 
woefully ill-equipped for this conversation. Woefully, woefully ill-equipped. with me. Which is, why I'm, which is why I've been trying to, like, crouch everything that I'm saying off the fact that I'm getting a lot of this stuff secondhand and, and based on, like, word of mouth and, and hype and praise and all that stuff. But, like, every time, like, like when Black Mirror was, like, at, like, the zenith of its popularity, people would be like, oh, my God, this episode of Black Mirror. And I'm like... Oh my God, that's already a thing. Like, there's never, like, there's never been an episode that like got like a lot of mainstream. Okay, what's 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 been the what's been the example? Honestly, it's been it's been so long ago that I can't of of the zenith of Black Mirror's popularity that I can't even remember. Like, this is shit that was happening like maybe like no, four years enough, ago. Fair enough, fair enough. But but I, every, but I do right, recall like thing. that that thought every single time. This 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 is the last thing I'm gonna say, and then I'm and and then I'll move on to something else. But I would just say, to its credit and to the credit of what you're saying. I think every good show or every good storyline is saying something that is already mirrored in our society. So I could see, for instance, if, if somebody described to you the episode where they can recall all of their memories perfectly, you know what I mean? That's one of the famous episodes. And you were like, we can basically already do that with our phones. It's like, well, okay, fine. But we can't do exactly that. But that episode is basically mirroring something that is true about our world. That's every piece of art. Every piece of art ever that's saying anything is mirroring something true about our society. You watch Aliens or whatever, you're like, oh, that's that literally happened when you know we, when new people came to a new country. Like all of those behaviors that we were talking about can be observed somewhere else, and that's the point of the art. Um, yeah, but that's the last bit I'm gonna say on that. The, the, the shit with cameo, I just think it's like it's a weird type of prostitution. You know what I mean? That 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 it allows us to like sort of rent the bodies of celebrities in order to like say happy birthday to our friends or whatever. It's a little bit weird, but at the same time, I guess that's what capitalism is. You know what I mean? Which is not not to say that it's bad, but it's just that's a weird thing that we can kind of like rent the bodies of other people. That was literally the point that I was going to make. <laughs> that like you you literally you literally sell yourself in in like a capitalist society or like. Um- yeah and it's strange and i think and i think it's a i actually really hate this argument so i hate that i'm going to bring it up but it's like when athletes always or like not athletes themselves but some athletes have have 100 said this like very high profile athletes have said this but also just people in general compare like you know nba players or nfl players to slaves and they say well this is really slavery and to some extent like you are literally just like selling yourself as as a celebrity like you get like a ton Absolutely. you get like a ton of money to do that shit um hopefully hopefully you get a ton of money to do that shit because you 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 give up a lot of yourself to live that lifestyle but i mean who isn't yeah who isn't like literally who isn't you know yeah i mean yeah i, I guess it's like where is this magical world either hypothetically in the past or globally where a person can exist without making any sacrifices to themselves. Where does that exist? Where has that ever existed? How could that exist hypothetically? It doesn't. It doesn't. In order, to, in order to be able to say, hey, you know what? I want to be able to buy this big house, but I also don't ever want to work. But I also don't want to sell my likeness. But I also don't want to take advantage of other people. It's like there's no there's no setup. There, there's not even hypothetically. There's no way to do that. I think, you know? I think the big deal, the big thing is that just like shit just used to be so much fucking easier, man. You know what I mean? Like think so? I know so. Like there's like empirical evidence. Wait, what do you mean? There's empirical evidence that shit used to be easier. You know what I'm saying? Like you could like okay, wait, 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 wait what are we talking about here? I'm just saying like generally like this magical society where you just like have this thing and you like didn't want to work where it was like you literally if you go back 40 years ago, you know, like our our parents' lifetime, you could get all this shit and work substantially less. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, like the call. Uh, right, 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 right. Literally, like, yeah. like. So, so we're talking the American dream type stuff, right? Yeah, in general, you know what I'm saying? Or even, or even, I say, I say, even celebrity, man. Like celebrity used to be easier. You know what I mean? You think so? I think so, man. Like real celebrity, like payoff celebrity. 
I don't think so, man. I mean, I'm, I'm curious because I think now celebrity is it is accessible and monetizable in a way that I think is much easier now. Like, sure, there's the paparazzi thing and all that, but like, you can be a you can be a um, Vince Staples. What's his name? Is that his name? The rapper from Compton. Yeah, you can be a Vince Staples. You can be a Childish Gambino. You can you can be out of the limelight, but also you can make money off of like micro celebrity at where you're a YouTuber who's got a hundred thousand followers and a Patreon. You can make your little fifty thousand dollars a year off of this micro celebrity, and you can diversify those streams of income. Nigga, I, I was on Cameo. This nigga Tay Zonday is still making fifty dollars a hit, uh, fucking recording shit, and it's like if even just. 10 people a month, right? Hit him up. That's $500 a month that he's making extra. Like, that's what is that? 6000 6, a year? That's not insignificant. Yeah. Especially if you can keep it coming regularly. And I'm sure he's got other royalties and shit. You can sit back and that's not something that I think most celebrities in the past could do. And certainly the ones that could, it was very few of them. It was like 10 famous people in 1955. I, I, now it's like a, a billion. Yeah, but my whole thing with that is I feel like the fact that that level of accessibility has made it harder to break through. So like, for example, I, I use the example of like tech YouTube, right? So for example, if you go to into tech YouTube and you just like get in that space, you're going to be looking at like the same like nine motherfuckers. Like I'm going to like you're going to. That is true. I'm looking at like Marquez Brownlee, fucking Linus <laughs> yeah, Tech yeah, Absolutely. That, fucking, nigga, that nigga is everywhere. Fucking, you know, Austin Evans and fucking, you know, like Dave 2D. You're going to be looking at like the same nine motherfuckers. So if like I, as a person interested in tech, if I want to like come in and like jump in for like a YouTube channel, I'm getting zero traction. I disagree. I disagree. I think any system of, of competition is going to have some level of that, of bunching at the ends. You know what I mean? Where you, where, because there's no, there's no way to build a system where success doesn't breed more success. And so you have that positive feedback loop. The better you do, the better you do. And then the, the rate of your you yeah, know, but like, rise increases. You're right. But, but there are, there are, there are, that's a cycle. You're, Cause you're absolutely right. That's like literally a business principle. So like, like the fact that like something is like accessible, that means you get like a lot of competition early and then eventually you get like monopolistic, like oligarchical kind of situation where there's like absolutely. nine people where you have nine motherfuckers on the tech exactly. team. You know, and then, yeah. and then that's when like the barriers of entry explode. Like literally the barriers of entry get so high because you have that oligarchical kind of competition, like at the top and it like makes it less, you know, of a thing where like you can get into it eventually. Like I'm not, I'm not saying no, we're, I'm not I, saying we're there yet, but I'm just saying like that's just like the typical business cycle of it. I would just say that one, I think you can do shit to like decrease how hard it is, and you and yeah. you can decrease um how much of an extra little kick someone gets for because sometimes the algorithms are just so lopsided to where it's like if you have a million, you'll get ten million, and but if you have under a million, you won't get any, and so it's just it it overemphasizes early success too much to where it doesn't give anybody else room to grow a little bit, you know, but I would say even if you're in the tech space, there is more than enough room or at least, you know, movement in those lower tier. You're, you're not going to dethrone Marquez, but you can absolutely get your little million views here or there. Get your little, you know, 20,000, 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. Box therapy or whoever. Phones. Yeah. Like, I mean, and like. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can. There's competition. There's a competition in the gutters, which never existed in the past for celebrity. There was no, you either made it completely or you didn't make it at all. That is very good, man. Do you just think of this shit? Like I, I say this every podcast, but do you like legitimately just come up with this shit off the top of the dome? It's like <laughs> I just be talking, com bro. competition in the gutters. Like fucking write that shit down, man. Like fucking like, that's going to be like the fucking like my memoir or some shit. Just like, I appreciate you, bro. Like, I appreciate shit. you. God damn. That was good. So you can absolutely, you know, compete over those those bread scraps, like trying to trying to get your little twenty thousand. But 
relative to 20 years ago, there was nothing even there. You just either were all the way up here or you were still waiting tables, waiting for your big break from some casting director. Whereas now you can you can order your little iPhone, open it up, crack a few jokes with your fucking downward facing DSLR, and you can get a million views. Like I know I know regular niggas who have a million views on a unboxing video, you know? So it's like it's accessible. It's there. But at the same at the same time, it's just like it's one of those things where it's like I know people who have like a viral video or what the fuck ever. Um, but my whole thing is like I got a few. But my whole thing is like relative to the amount of friends I have that are trying to fucking like be a YouTuber on like the side or like stream Twitch or whatever, and they're getting fucking like mm. thirty five fucking like views on their fucking Twitch stream a week and shit, and it's just like I feel like that that kind of maybe skews my perspective a little bit because like the people that I know that like have like some like some celebrity because I do know some people who are like fairly well known or what the fuck ever, but it's like. Hmm. that set is like this and like the people who are trying and like failing at that is like this that is true you gotta you gotta compare those numbers to like how many people were trying in the past exactly. versus how yeah. many people were succeeding and all of that kind of shit because you could you could say there's more spots now available but there's like twice as many spots now available as there were but 10 times as many people trying to get those those spots and i, I don't know what to i don't know what to make of that because i mean we are doing that shit right now just you know talking into the goddamn empty space hoping that you know maybe a couple of people find the thing interesting and, 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 and keep looking at it no nah, you know what nah because i will say i'm certainly not a celebrity and i don't know that i i don't know that that man I, yeah, when we started this, I was actually quite scared about it. As as Josh was kind of talking about, I was really scared of what the possibilities of this might be. But I'm no longer scared because nobody's listening to this shit, which is fine. But there's been lots of like very minimal successes where I'm like, oh, this shit seems very accessible. Now, it could just be that these algorithms are built not just to give you interesting content, but to fool you into thinking that you are interesting content. Because I think if you get people who really want to be viewers addicted to your to your platform that's great but getting people who want to be creators addicted to your to your platform that's success because people who want to be creators will pull people into your network and if, if you let a girl post a pic you know or, or youtube post a video and they get you know 200,000 views on that video they will spend 10 years on your platform trying to hit that again even if you know those views never existed so so it, it might be that but i've had you know i've had videos or pieces of content or whatever and i'm sure you've had with twitter shit blow up to where it's like oh shit like if i did this consistently this seems like something that could could turn into being monetizable the thing that got that gets me with new twitter is that like you know back in the day it was like if you had like a tweet that like blew up a little bit you got followers off that now you get a tweet that blows yeah. up and like nobody fucking follows you off that shit like i have friends that like like i remember i remember i thought i was the shit because i had a tweet that made it the fucking sports center like i just tweeted oh, i just tweeted some like random ass shit i got like i got like three thousand retweets or some shit it wasn't even in like God and damn. it was like i was like oh shit i got like three followers off that shit i got like five hundred thousand engage like engagements or whatever and got like three follows like but i think that i think that's also like if you got 500,000 engagements and i'm assuming that means motherfuckers went to your page if that's what that if that is what that means that's i don't think that's anything to do with twitter i think that's to do with you like because i think about this this kind of shit a lot it's like it's like the takashi six nines or even like the Nicki minajs of the world like why are people showing like what what brought people there is not gonna be enough to keep them fair you enough. know so yeah. if you make one fire tweet and they come to it and they go oh this is this is a dude who works at and you know it works at whatever doing uh fucking logistical management 
okay, cool. So I don't, I, I have no reason to assume that the content that I came here for, I'll get more of here. But, so why would I follow? But like the, at that point, I was basically pretty much like, so I mean, exclusively, exclusively uh, tweeting about takes. fucking sports, bro. Like that was like that was like Untrue. that was like my brand. It was it was like it was like sports, politics, and like maybe like ten percent like tech. Like that, true, that true, was true. like that did was you, like did your it. did your shit come across as that? Yeah, at, at that point especially because this was like you know. Dude, you just ugly. That's what. That's all I can think of at this point. I mean, but so is every other nigga that does this shit, though, bro. That's you know true. What I'm saying? That's like, true, you know, man. That motherfucking uh, EDP fifty five. He's he's got like a zillion goddamn followers. Or like, just, or like the motherfuckers that don't even post. Like you, we know what they look like because now everybody fucking has like a YouTube channel now. But like fucking like Trill Withers and shit. Like these motherfuckers don't even post their face. Like I know again, I know what they look like because they have like a podcast where they like record and shit now. But like fucking like um dragonfly jones and like these motherfuckers in that like set or whatever like don't even post their pictures so like it can't just be just because i'm ugly no you gotta you, be you, something else right that shit is weird though with like the celebrity culture of like because i was watching uh whitney cummings podcast and she was talking about how she had a stalker right and the way she described it um was terrifying because it was like somebody it came up in conversation somehow because she's mentioned it a couple of times but she was like i actually can't talk about it too much because the investigators and shit like that they advised me that if you're publicly available and you say things like that the the stalker will think you're communicating with them and that shit hit when i heard that like do you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. yeah like something about that opening yourself up to the world like that just seems really potentially dangerous and terrifying and i don't know how the fuck like motherfuckers who can pay for security i get that you know what i mean cool you can you can but if you're just you know a youtuber who's got you know five hundred thousand subscribers all it takes is one motherfucker to get obsessed with you and know which city you live in and because a lot of people their youtubes and their tiktoks are city centric like you know which city they're in because it's literally posted in their bio that's that's the norm yeah you know and you know like how many i've seen so many tiktoks of dudes just in uh in atlantic station just doing an interview and it's like cool if somebody something you said whatever they just got attached to you and they just said i'm in love with this person they could just sit up in atlantic station for a week they would see you that something about that is is potentially fucking terrifying to me and then every piece of the content every single thing that you post that is publicly available now becomes a potentially dangerous communique with a dangerous person yeah or like i mean like I think the most recent, like, quintessential example of what you're saying is, like, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, Pop Smoke. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally. What 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 happened to Pop Smoke? Because I actually don't know. I wasn't a fan. I don't really know how he got murdered. Yeah, bro. They found, they found him. Like, this guy, He met, there were two posts. And I'm not even sure if, if both of them were Pop Smoke's posts. But there were two, like, Instagram photos. And the guy that killed him was able to triangulate his location based on like two fucking like social media posts like, triangulate was this nigga a scientist it, it was like it's not even it wasn't even that difficult it was like in like the corner it was like an address plate or some shit like that and it was like right you know what i'm saying and it was like oh they saw the car so they was like they knew if they rolled up they was gonna see this car in the driveway type shit like yes like it was like he was able to triangulate you know like figure out like where he was staying based on like two like instagram posts or some shit came up tried to rob him shot him so he just tried to rob him because he knew Pop had money. Yep. That's my understanding. Please fact check me, audience. Yeah, no, please please do, folks. But that, I mean, that, that should happen to like a K-pop uh, celebrity um, where they saw the reflection of like the park that she was sitting in, in her eye. Shit. And used that to figure out where the fuck she lived and showed up to her place. 
that happened like i don't know like maybe like a year and a half ago or something like that and it's like yeah that fucking scares me because i wonder whether or not my because i'm always i think I'm, I'm a very sort of scared kind of a person kind of moving through the world and i always think you know am i being safe with the way i conduct myself online and should i be safer are there guidelines for what this should look like? Do you do you think about that shit? Because I mean, you seem pretty low key. I think so. Which maybe is a, you know, I don't know. I think the thing with me, I've never I've never feared for my safety. I think for me, it's always been like, how deep should I hide myself for professional reasons? And I've like, oh, no, that's another yeah. And like, I mean, I've made I've made my peace with that that I like. So like, I have a lot of friends who like, oh, I have like a, oh, this is this is my real account. I'm gonna hide myself and change my picture to like a picture of spongebob or what the fuck ever i made a decision a long time ago that that was never going to be me going through school or going through what you call it if somebody doesn't want me based on how because i don't say wild shit on twitter like i'm i'm just i say shit that you know like i say on here you know on twitter or whatever so i'm not saying wild shit and if you don't like you know me for being myself then just don't fucking hire me but you bring up a different thing where like because I use my real name on like my accounts and like on my Twitter and all that shit. What if I say something like, you know, oh, I'm in Miami this weekend or some shit. And like somebody just wants to like, I don't know, rock my house or some shit. Maybe I should be thinking Absolutely. about that. You know what I mean? Like maybe I should. Maybe I should. Shit. I mean, I, th I think there's a whole plethora of those or even I mean, you could there's there's a, a blurry line between those two things that you talked about, which is that you're not you're not media trained. You could easily say something in uh, in, on Twitter that maybe you, you know, on further review, you take down that gets captured, gets talked about, and then gets sent to the HR of your company that maybe on their first investigation, they wouldn't fire you for. But if that tweet, for instance, blows up and they start getting negative attention to where it's like, even if they, even if they don't take a problem with the tweet, they take a problem with the attention that the tweet is bringing them. And now you don't have a job. And you sure you can say, you know, if y'all don't like me, don't hire me. But that's the flex of a man who has a, a set of skills and acumen that make it to where you feel relatively confident that you can be employed uh, at the level that you need elsewhere. Mm -hmm. I think if that's not true for you, you start you start taking a little bit of that bass out of your voice. True. And also and also like, I mean, now, now that I mentioned that, I may need to do like a quick, you know, search and maybe see if I got some stuff in my past. But <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, man, but in, motherfuckers are scouring at all times. No, but I'm just saying in regard in regards to my current job, I have been media trained. Like this, that was like a thing they did for for management where they were like here. True. And like my company, which I'm not going. <laughs> of course, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy to find. I mean, but um, you were kind of you were kind of you know what you when we first started talking, you were kind of flexible. And I was talking to Josh about it. And I was like, I, I never mentioned stuff. Because you, even though you seemed relaxed, I was like, I'm not relaxed because I feel like that's a thing to be conscientious of. Not, not necessarily fearful, but more so conscientious about. Because um, other people that I've dealt with who have similar kind of professional jobs, they, you know, at the very least, they make their Instagram profile private, even if there's not anything crazy on there, just to be sure, you know? Because you're only really six degrees of separation from some wild shit on Instagram or Twitter. Even if you didn't post something, you follow the wrong, you know, whatever. But you've been, you've actually been media trained and, and we don't say who exactly you work for, for instance. The thing with my company is that per the actual policy, associates can do whatever the fuck they want. Like they can get on there and they can pop shit and they can do this and they can do that. I, but you're the, the manager of the associates, exactly. right? You're not. There's a laundry list of shit that I cannot do. And that I cannot speak. Right. I cannot speak. <laughs> is is analingus one of them? <laughs> no. What's, yeah, they don't what's care on about the that. list, bro? What's on the list? They don't care about that shit. Oh, they so 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 um, 
the the company that shall shall not be mentioned uh, they do allow it's, as part of the hr it's it's very easy to find where i work you know what i'm saying because again like okay, like, yeah. like like i say i use i use my i use my real name on my twitter it's very easy to find but um i mean but you're you know you're, you're a big guy you can take care of yourself you know what i mean i feel like i could be kidnapped you know yeah but it's like but it's like you know i was actually very surprised when we went, when we went through our media training exactly how much latitude just like the regular workers um have what they can say and what they can do like they can be on the news and just say xyz company is bullshit this is shit i hate everything about this shit they treat me like a slave and then they can go to work the next day i say that shit (laughs) it's not none of that is true by the none of that is true by the way and i say and i say that wholeheartedly none of that shit is true like just just unequivocally none of what shit huh none of what shit you know like it's it's actually a very good company to work for um okay gotcha gotcha just gotcha. just, no, just putting it out there but um let's not turn it into it let's not turn the podcast to a goddamn commercial you've done you you've done what you got to do exactly but like what what stuff are you not allowed to do and also i mean aren't there legal stopping blocks to what they can say you can't like what they can technically say you can't do like they can let you go off some trumped up charges of some other shit but can they really say yo you're not allowed to speak ill of us yes so that seems illegal no the constitution has and that's and that's something that like a lot of people split hairs about but the strict definition of the constitution is about what the government what you can, what the government can require you no, to no, no. Not I know do. It's yeah. not, I know that wouldn't fall under freedom of speech. Yeah. I'm thinking it would just fall more under like um, workers' rights. You know oh, what I mean? That, that, that's state by state. So, like, for example, if you're in the state of Georgia, which I'm not, but if you're in the state of Georgia, you know, Georgia's an at will state. They oh, fight. true. Any, anything that's not against um, like blatant discrimination acts, which means like even if they say that, they can just make up another, even if it's for that reason, they'll just make up another reason, which means they basically can fire you for whatever. Like, so if you're like in Georgia, and it's at will state and they're not firing you for like a disability um and even with disability the gray area is like they have to try to make a reasonable accommodation for you in the act of the but like if it's not a disability age discrimination race religion that kind of shit at will states they can fire you for what the fuck ever see i, I they don't spoil me over here bro like i was here for about six months before I started getting real fucking sedity about my workers' rights, because because Australia is very like very much like a workers' at least relative to the states, niggas here will ha- will have you thinking it's slavery times, but relative to the states, we have the employers in motherfucking check, bro, like wildly so. It's some, wildly so. It's some states. I mean, and like that's why you see like that's why you saw like I know like um a lot of um companies move to the sunbelt you know they love they love fucking you know new york and all that shit because like it's a it's a little bit better because the right they had too many uh workers rights a lot of states do better about their workers than the south does to be frank like george is one of the historically speaking that's (laughs) not very surprising if if i didn't say so myself i mean uh they don't have a great track record when it comes to paying <laughs> wages properly and uh, getting away from any sort of abuses of power. Uh, let me just say, yeah, the an- antebellum HR program around sexual harassment and workers' rights was not great. It, it was, if you might say, waving a little bit of a red flag, you know? I think we'll close it on that, that the South ain't, ain't shit. And I don't work for the South, so I can say that shit. I'm not an associate of the South. I can say I can say that shit. I'm very glad to be living over here in Australia. They, they give a fuck about us. So look, thank you everybody for, for, for tuning in. Uh, you can follow Alvin on, on Twitter at Diversity Hire, Josh at uh, you know More to Life Media, on, uh, on Instagram, myself at Eddie Overgold on TikTok. Um, you know, like, subscribe, follow, share, all do all that type of shit. 
Um, but look, as you've been, as you, you know, as you make your make your journey and you try and figure out whether or not we live in a Black Mirror episode, and you're looking at the developments the technology is making in our world, and whether or not you want to be sacrificed as human fodder to the great machine of our uh, of our economy, you might notice some some red flags. You need to watch out for them. Um, but you also might be the one out here who's uh, not giving women a safe space within which to tell you how to make them orgasm. You might be the one waving the red flag. So, uh, you know, watch out yourself. All right. Peace, everybody. We'll see you all next week. It's a red flag. Do always do my porn browsing in disguise. <laughs>